We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Donnie's back. I'm back. I made a nickname for you. We're at Donnie's house today. We are truly mobile. Yes, yes, no. Because of You've got to come to me. Yeah, Yeah, you put me on, you've got to come to me. It's... um, (laughs) Do so we want that, you that time of the year, we're under the pump. Are you busy? Yeah, very busy at the moment. What are you picking? I'm picking Red Globe. And how's that going? Oh, a lot better if Indonesia was open. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll get pick- political later. We've got a minister on later. Nothing oh, to do with agriculture, yeah. but he's a minister. Yep, they won't have much to do with no, it. No, so. he'll know nothing about but, it, but that's okay. No, no, but we're yeah, right into it at the moment, so hopefully... How is labour? How, you got enough workers? Yeah, actually not going too bad at the moment. That's good. Yeah, um, I know immigration's been in Majora all week. Yes. Um, but our our guy, our contractor's actually registered contractor. No, yeah. don't say actually. Yes. Say, you know, because of all of the new schemes and yes, things, yes, we've got yeah. a registered contractor and we're doing everything above board. Yeah, I am actually. <laughs> good. <I know. laughs> actually, he said, we've got Paul Costa sitting over here too, trying not to laugh out loud. <laughs> don't bother, Paul, your mic's on. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Picky's going good. <laughs> so, um, few issues, just a few issues with markets, the old coronavirus. Yeah, how's that going? Yeah, China's very slow at the moment. I um, reckon. But that's going to pick up. The biggest issue is Indonesia because we haven't got access there through there. Indonesian government won't let us import anything into there. But so. you did have previously, didn't you? Yeah, they all. it works on a quota system. So we can export into there, but their government's got to release a quota. So they're... Importers, their um, what do you say? Their their custom, their um, their markets, was it the people, yeah, the other market? Yeah, okay. They yeah. um, they apply for quotas mm-hmm. off the government, and mm. the government will release a quota. They might give one cust- one uh, marketer a thousand ton or something like that. Mm. At the moment, they're trying to be self sufficient in Indonesia and grow their own fruit and veg, so they don't really want to use other countries. That's good for but they like don't grow grapes in. No. So that's that's what our argument is. And I've spoken to a few of their marketers the last couple of days and there is absolutely not one box of grapes in the market at the moment. Really? So, um, and that is a good market for us because it's only a 10-day voyage on a boat. Yeah. So if I can pick today, in 10 days it's it. So there's not much that can go wrong for a box of grapes in 10 days. Yeah. At the moment I'm using Sri Lanka. That's a 21-day voyage. India is another option. That's 30 days. And Bangladesh is another option, but that's... That's just, you know, way out, probably a six-week, six to eight-week voyage. The problem is, is it's a perishable good, so you don't want to be sitting in a container, sweating, mm. you know, like a little bit of rot might, pickers might miss, and then if the sulphur pad's not doing its job, mm. it gets it. And the money, the money's not as good as in the subcontinent. It's, you know, 2 to $3 less a box at the moment. So what we're spent on water and what we're spending on labour, we need every dollar oh. we can get at the moment. Yeah, so. 2 or $3 but a But I box had a conversation with Ian Webster last week, mm-hmm. um, she seems very concerned about it. She mm. understands where we're coming from, but mm. it's not our call. Our government's done as much as they could. It's uh, their trade minister and their agriculture minister over there. They've mm. got to sign off on it, and they just haven't done it yet. So. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, and you would have had this conversation with Anne, the, the, the international relationship between Australia and very, Indonesia very is tense. tenuous yeah. At, yeah. at best. So, yeah. um, yeah. unfortunately, that doesn't bode well for any industry, particularly mm. agriculture. Well, we're not the only country that hasn't got accesses. No. Uh, Chile, China, mm. uh, Chile, South Africa, um, places like that. Anyone only- that's been um, exporting to yeah, Indonesia yeah, at the moment. And it's good for their own economic development, yeah, but exactly. they don't want to burn bridges either. 
And they've got to feed all those people over there too. Yeah. It's, but I think it will open up, but I think I'll be finished picking time it does. So, <laughs> well, so long as you can get rid of everything though. Yeah, well, I know Paul Costa's going to New Zealand tomorrow, so he might have to load his suitcases with grapes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Yeah, so. <laughs> you are going to New Zealand. Tell us why. I'm just going over there to uh, sing some songs, do some shows, <laughs> and uh, got a few shows lined up. Yeah. You going by yourself, Paul, or are you going I'll another be, company? I'm going by myself. We're meeting some people there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Susie and the kids not going with you? Not this mm. trip, no. Middle of the school too. How many shows uh, in the week? <clears throat> uh, about four. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so uh, sold out to packed arenas. Something we oh yes yes yeah. only only twenty thousand seat arenas. They're still packed out. No. <laughs> only <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Where we, have you been hey, playing we, though? We got to dream big. Ah. Um, all all over the place. Mm. Yeah, all over the place. Um, you're never here, so you're always never, playing somewhere. Never here. Doing a lot of corporate stuff lately, so oh, all cool. over Australia. Yep. Um, That's great. Yeah, so it's uh, it's been quite quite busy. Standing yeah. in a bush. Fire, a bushfire relief, any stuff involved in it? Been asked, I've actually been too busy to do. I've been asked for a couple, but um, oh, yeah. and there's 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 one or two in the pipeline, but haven't done any at this yep. stage. Yeah, yeah. only because I've been busy, yeah. contracted to do other stuff. Yeah, yep. we might um, we might get you involved in the forty two k for forty two k fundraiser for Robin Vale. Sounds good. Later, you got to yeah. run it. No, you don't. No, you don't. You've got but this dicky in me. <laughs> we don't, but we are planning. And when I say we, I mean Jussie and mm. Luke and Sue Watson. They're planning a night on the green after the marathon. Just w- as When is the marathon? 4th of October. Do you want to run it with him? I was actually thinking that. I thought you should. Yeah, but it's a long way. 42 Ks. <laughs> 42 Ks. So he was with his running coach the other day. It was the first sort of one-on-one and I went with him to, to yeah. do the thing, not expecting to run. I ended up having to run with them because... What, 42 K? No, not oh. 40. Just their little drills. We only went like four and a half, maybe five Ks. Oh, my goodness. But can he have a support crew, Luke, for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's going to have to. Yeah. So that'll come later. Like we've got... It's yeah. eight so months So even out. if I wanted to run 10 K, I could do it with yeah. yeah. I'm half thinking I'll do either a 10 or a half on yeah. the day, just so long as... We've, we can organise a crew to be yeah, at the finish line. Yeah. Um, and it's all about raising the money, really, mm, first and foremost. Kates. Yeah. And when you listen to the science behind it and these guys talk about, yep, you'll be able to make it, no problem, to 32K. And I'm like, okay, in which yeah. universe? But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, after that and all the science that goes into it and why he has to eat a certain way. Yeah, like, it's oh going to be a lot of mind uh, block. A lot, lot of uh, mental demons to get over once you get to about 25Ks, I reckon. Even now, Donny, because he's so busy with harvest yeah. and stuff... You can see, whether he's willing to admit it or not, you can sort of see from the ebbs and flows. He'll be really high after a session like that. Yeah. And then someone that's predisposed to or having struggles anyway, yeah. they just – I don't know whether it's a crash. It's not just that, Jade. I know I'm just working all day. You, you're up at 6 o'clock and you're out, there, out in the shed working and you don't finish till 6 at night. You don't want to train. You just bug it. You just mm. want to come have a shower, mm. sit down, have dinner on the couch, yeah. bed. And that's all you want to do. Just, yeah. And, yeah, and Luke's probably the same. He'd be doing 12 hours, 14 hours at the moment. And he's probably just buggered time he gets home. He doesn't want to be running 10Ks. No, but he feels like he does. And if he doesn't, then he feels like he's letting himself down and he's letting the team down. But he's got to October. I know. So he's still got a, it's still a fair way out. Yeah. So, you know, can, kids are home from school. Kids are home. Yep. Hi, kids. Hi, kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're walking in going... What is going on here? We're all set up like a studio and everything. So Paul is going to give us a number. The acoustics are wonderful in here. Yeah. Aren't they? The old blockhouse. They are fantastic. What year was this house built, Don? <clears throat> sure, good question. Carmel, uh, what, what year was the house built? Do you know? It was uh, originally 
Uh, Alice had this block. Cynthia Cuppa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it would be... I bought it back in 97, and then he would have had it when the soldiers come. Yeah, okay. So, so it, it was the first, yeah. So, geez, that would be 50, 60-year-old now. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. There was Fair no enough. hidden treasure behind the walls when we renovated anyway. Oh, really? Nah. So, what about newspapers? Yeah, there was a few old yeah. newspapers. The old truth. Remember the old truth? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> someone stashed that. <laughs> but yeah, there was some um, newspapers were at Colin Dyer's. Well, they're yeah, doing yeah. their renovations at the moment. And some of the old papers, like just on the floors and the walls and stuff. Well, my sister the Lisa, mm. they owned that house. Oh, did they? Yes, Colin and I bought it off Joe and Lisa originally. Well, there you go. Yeah, they bought that uh, off Browns. A bloke. Um, she was. Carol Clark's sister. Yeah, right. Yeah, a bit of history here. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then Lisa and Joe bought that, and they'd done a bit to it. Mm-hmm. And then um, they sold that to Die and Cole. Die and Cole. And they've had it ever since. That, mm. geez, they would have had it a good 20 years now, I mm. So, yeah. Yeah, Cole's probably been chipping away at the Renaults for <laughs> at least half of that. I remember going to – I love Cole. God love him. When he did the deck, when Luke and I first started going out, probably eight, nine years ago now – he took me around to Coles, must have been for Christmas or a birthday yeah. or whatever, and Cole had not long done the deck out yeah. the back. Bless, I love you, Cole. But <laughs> he'd laid the decking the wrong way up. <laughs> so you couldn't work, walk out on the deck without shoes on, otherwise you'd get, get massive back. splinters the oh. size of sticks in your face. I remember coming home from a barbecue around at their place once with a three-inch stick stuck in my foot that I had to literally cut. Oh, it was awful. But anyway. I'll tell you what, he's done more than I could because I wouldn't even laid it. No, and well, Carmel will vouch for that. Mm. <laughs> so. no, we were talking about builders and stuff before. Let's not even go oh, there. Before Paul starts, because mm. once he starts, that's it. We had, the show's over because we can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> um, on social media, the last week, that young kid, Quaden, uh, Quaden, Bales, yeah, yeah, he's been going around. Yeah, obviously, everyone's seen it that he wants to obviously mm. commit suicide because he gets bullied at school. Mm. Um, that's something that's really touched me because. Whether it's there's been news that it's it's fake, he's an actor and all that oh, kind of stuff. But mm. at the end of the day, bullying is not acceptable no matter what. Mm-mm. And I know there's a bit of bit of bullying goes around at each school that it's in Romvale, and I, I just can't believe that this day and age it still is happening. Mm. You know, like, for one, the parents should be on top of it, and two, the, the school should be knocking it on their head straight away. You know, that young kid, whether he's eighteen, whether he's nine, or whatever. He, it's irrelevant. It, it was at the stage where he was going to kill himself. Mm. And lucky that he got surrounded by the Indigenous All-Stars and they took him in. And mm. I seen a post that Culture Kings, a clothing yeah. company, decked yeah. him out and all that kind of stuff, which is great. Yeah. And then um, some comedian that has raised over yeah, $700,000 for mm. him to go to Disneyland. That, that's fantastic. But it should never got to the stage where this kid wanted to commit suicide. No. It should so, never have got to the stage, you're right, where his mum's videoing it and putting it up on social, exactly. going, what on... Like, she, could you she imagine, didn't know what to do anymore. That's right. And yeah. could you imagine from a parent's point of oh. view, having yep. one of your kids come home in that state? Yep. Like, We've all got kids. And if you're always protective of your kids. Now, mm. you're doing anything for your kids, and when you see them in that state where you don't know what to do mm. because nothing can get done, mm. mate, you feel helpless. No, absolutely. And that's what we live for is our kids. Mm. And just through the podcast is... Yeah, sit down and speak to your kids about bullying. Mm. It's not acceptable. I showed – did you show the kids that video? Mm. Yeah, I did too. I sat down with Peyton mm. because he'll be going – he's doing another year at preschool. But I sat down and Next I showed him. I said, school? if you ever make anyone feel yep. like this yep. or if anyone makes you feel like this, yep. you need to tell someone yep. and you need to tell someone early yep. so but, someone can intervene. But not even that. Even if you're around a kid that's getting bullied – 
step in and say something that's mm. not acceptable. Mm. And then if they don't listen, go and report it to a teacher and whatever because one day that kid that's getting bullied is either going to snap and do something stupid to the kid that's beat that's doing the bullying mm. or he's going to do something stupid to himself. Mm. And it's not acceptable. Mm. So, you know, with all, the, with all the help that's out there and whatever – it should be stopped. Oh, it shouldn't be. It should no longer be an issue. You're look, absolutely right. We've done some stupid stuff growing up. Mm. We never got to a stage where we made a no. kid cry boy being bullied. No, so absolutely not. Like, kids can be cruel, but doing things like that yep. and consistently always doing it is just... Well, how would that kid feel waking up every morning wanting to go to school and his parents are dragging him to go to school? Mm. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just unthinkable as far as I'm concerned. Mm. And, yeah, so just, yeah... Mention it to your kids, put it out there because it's not acceptable, mm. no matter what age. So, no. And all credit to the uh, the Indigenous All-Stars. Oh, great, How yeah. good were they? Yeah, they were like it just turned that weekend into yeah. something he'll remember forever. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's always going to be connected with something negative, but the positivity that surrounded him from, yeah. his, from his mob would, was just yeah. – yeah. that brought tears of happiness yeah, no, to my eyes. And, so. that, and that's, that's a power of sport too. Yeah, you know, that's to it. To do that sort of stuff. And, yep. Um, and help the kid out, which was which was great. It was good for them to reach out. Mm. So mm. anyway, that's what I want to say on that. <laughs> We're actually going to talk to um, hopefully uh, Minister Martin Foley, who's a state government minister for mental health. He's also the minister for creative services. Might hit him up for a funding for the podcast and <laughs> minister for <laughs> equality. We're going to talk to him. So we'll tie those issues in a we'll little bit. That'll be him health. on the phone now. Should, we might take this call and we'll come back to you, Paul, if that's all right. I know you've got to get a haircut. You're, you're co-host today. Yeah, yeah, you can co-host today, Paul. Thanks for that. Johnny, we're lucky enough to have a minister in the region. Ministers only come up here when there's an announcement to be made. We've got uh, Martin Foley, <laughs> MP, who you've got three different portfolios, Creative Industries. Yes. Right? Yep, creative industries, That's equality right. and mental health. So you're a minister That's we want great. to talk to. Mm. There you go. Yeah. How are it's you? It's always a pleasure. I'm excellent. It's always a pleasure and an honour to um, come up to Mildura and the Mallee because it's a creative, great community, but with sometimes more than its fair share of challenges. Yeah, we've actually got, we're lucky enough to have Paul Costa here, who is a country music artist, born and bred in Robinvale and still lives here. So as far as the being a creative hub, Paul could give us a bit of insight into that. What are the challenges? Uh, challenges is um, mostly is we're isolated, a little bit isolated. Uh, mm. So um, uh, I guess getting around and getting to uh, an airport or a major airport, because I'm flying to, you know, as you guys know, I'm flying to New Zealand tomorrow, so that means two flights. So there's a little bit of... Um, uh, sacrifice to be made to live so far away from, like, say, Melbourne Airport or Sydney Airport, and so that type of thing. But you know, that's 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 the the um, what you do, I guess. What about access to studios and things like that? <clears throat> studios, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, most of my the projects I've been doing for the last fifteen years have been done in uh, either the Central Coast uh, or, or Sydney itself now. So it's. Um, but wouldn't you like one here, Paul? I'd love one here. Yeah, we'd love one here, <laughs> we need Mr. A Foley. Really good one here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, there was an announcement for a creative hub today. Tell us about that. Uh, there sure was. So today we sat down with Art Mildura, who have long been passionate advocates for the local art scene. Uh, to tell them the good news that their application for creative spaces and creative places program has been successful. 
Uh, and what that means is that a $54,000 grant that will go towards the refitting uh, of the old um, dried fruits building in Deakin Avenue in Mildura will now be revitalised into a series of hubs for uh, regional co-working spaces for predominantly visual artists, but frankly, whatever kind of creatives this community thinks is appropriate for their strategy. This program has been hugely successful. Uh, we announced a whole package of um, applications throughout the state today uh, and regional organisations have picked up uh, more than the majority of the funding of that because you get a whole lot more bang for your arts investment dollar in regional Victoria than you can anywhere else. And $830,000 that we've announced today right across the state, including the $55,000 grant in Mildura, is all about driving those opportunities, whether it be for visual artists, digital artists, um, all sorts of people have done well out of this latest announcement. And that's because regional Victoria continues to be such a wonderful location for our creatives. I think it's got something to do with the fresh air and the wide open spaces. Don't you think, Paul? I think you're right. Mm. It's just a nice nice spot to live. Yeah, it is. With regard to funding and Mildura Arts being successful with funding and things, I don't think the community, particularly maybe maybe in smaller towns or wherever it might be, don't quite understand how they go about accessing grants program. I mean, that is fantastic. And the old um, yeah. dried fruits building will be an amazing space because it's a beautiful old building. Um, but how, like, what's the best way to keep in touch with what kind of grants programs are coming up? The easiest way is just to log on to creativevictoria.gov.au and there's a a regular update on all the available programs, particularly those that focus on the regions, whether that be our Music Works uh, program, which has a focus on live music and talent spotting there, uh, whether it's in screen, writing, visual arts, sculpture, performance, all sorts of areas where particularly our thriving regional um, visitor economy and festivals market is driving so much interest. The important part of this investment today is that we're partnering with sometimes local government, sometimes local community organisations, and through this strategic investment, able to actually get a lot more uh, return on the creative investment dollar than we can in larger regional and certainly metropolitan Melbourne investment. That's great news for Mildura and, and Surrounds, I guess. It's really important, I think, in regional communities. Donnie's sitting over here. Donnie's a footballer, so arts is arts is not his genre. But it, it is really important. And the more we talk to the young people around um, the region, the district and, and the wider Mallee, I think it's really important because not everybody's into footy, Donnie. But you're also the Minister for Mental Health. Yes. yes. Um, good segue. I yeah. am. Good at this. Yes. Um, yeah, so... What, what's being done in around our region for mental health at the moment? Apart from our big fundraiser? Well, yeah, apart from our 42K for 42K. <laughs> yeah, well, the 42K for 42K is exactly the kind of thing that we want to be supporting our community. I did hear about the uh, important work that um, 42K for 42K program uh, is a part of, mm. and um, that's precisely 
the grassroots drawing attention to uh, the the plight of particularly uh, depressive and other conditions that are so treatable and with support early and intervention early in the community can be overcome uh, and people not just overcoming it but taking head on mm. the stigma and discrimination that holds so many people back from seeking support and services. Mm. So now that I've heard about it, um, I'd be keen to see uh, through what limited opportunities we have in this space to uh, lend a hand where we can. Oh, that would be fantastic. I've got a a phone number to pass on to you. (laughs) If someone's going to get off the couch and run 42Ks, uh, I'm a very – uh, from one couch potato to another, that's something that needs support. Yeah, I think Donnie's going to do it too. Minister, I'll do I'll do five k's as long as you match it. Uh, do I get to ride a bike? You can ride a bike. You can ride a bike. You can walk. You can, you ski. can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon would make a lot more money. If you well, I don't know. It's in Melbourne. <laughs> I'll piggyback you if it takes that. That's right. <laughs> Today, uh, working with. Wellways and survivor groups and people that have been involved in supporting other members of the community through the trauma of suicide, we learned that whilst uh, the last decade or so has seen you know, too high suicide rate, the tragedy is that in 2019, the suicide rate in this community more than doubled. Mm. And what we need to do is to address that in a responsible way, in a way that sits down with local communities and works through that as to not just why that is, but then once the Royal Commission gives us the roadmap to repair that and build a better system to implement that in full. That's why today we were pleased to sit down with the Sunraiser Mallee Community Suicide Prevention Network, a fantastic group who through independent advocacy have dealt with the trauma of this in communities to announce that we'll continue supporting them in their community-based support efforts of both working with, I'm going to say, a lot of footy clubs, um, over 40 sporting groups as good good areas and netball clubs to work with people to identify the risks of suicide early, deliver effective suicide prevention programs at a local level, and we'll continue uh, the support of that group until the Royal Commission gives us a licence, the plan later this year, to implement an entire new model of care. Mm, and it does really need, and I think the the interim report into the uh, the Royal Commission or the Royal Commission's interim report really does sort of give an indication that it needs to be rebuilt from the ground up because mm. it's really just not working at all. So the final report should be... Uh, should be very interesting because mental health is something that, like you said, it's, it is a really big problem and the statistics are frightening in regional centres. And like ours, it's because it's such a small town, it, it really amplifies what a massive problem it is. So mm. as the Royal Commission continues and the final report comes out uh, later this year, um, it'll be really important to touch base. But uh, we might actually get you on the phone with the bloke that's going to run yeah. the marathon. That's right. Uh, that'd be an interesting conversation that, to have. <laughs> thank no you worries. very and much we, for your time and thank you for coming up. No worries at all, Jade. Good thank luck. You. Thank you very much, Minister. Yeah. Bye. Bye. 
it must be that time of year. Got Richo and Ben from Clontarf. Uh, ben, what's your your Clontarf? You're like the big boss, so you're oh, Richo's I would say boss. That. Uh, technically, yes. What's your position title? Um, so I'm the regional manager for Clontarf here in regional manager Clontarf right. here in Victoria. Yes. And Andrew, what's your what's what? What's your title? Are you an operations yeah, manager? Yeah, operations. Yep. So similar to travel, like Travis. Right. Leon's a director right. of the Clontarf Academy in Rombale. Get lost yeah. in titles. <laughs> they don't really mean do. much. I was going to say, do they really mean that much, really? It's just a different pay grade, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> ben, you're here for footy training. Richo's yeah, just Richo's dragged me down. I've come down here to support uh, Trav and Leon for the next couple of days and because I travel around a fair bit visiting our academy, so it's my turn to come to Robinvale for a few, couple of days. And I was in Mildura this morning, and uh, Richo dragged me down here. Mm-hmm. Do, are you here to tell Trav off for his maths review? Oh, it's debatable <laughs> how much he, how seriously he takes it. It's quite sad. Does it, I don't think anyone takes it seriously, do they? Oh, I think there is a quite a big population that take it quite seriously. I think my wife included. Then I'll tell you what, we as society are all in trouble. If Very much seriously. so. Richo, this week the junior development program started for 12 to 14-year-olds. How many did we get? Many more than what we expected. So I think we got 23. And I was probably kind of thinking five to ten. Wow. But, yeah, fantastic um, turnout for us. And I've got a feeling a few are still playing basketball. Mm. So basketball will be all over next week. Yeah, it could go north of 30. Um <laughs> So it's exciting though, myself and Scotty um, are going to be running that Monday nights from five o'clock mm-hmm. and also Donnie Felvo's obviously going to get inf- involved and uh, Vince Utica and then we're also looking at getting two senior players involved as well. So <clears throat> it'll be a lot more individualised when there is six of us uh, helping out and mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much trying to develop the junior. Have you got a Garmin on? I do have a Garmin on. How many Ks have you done? I think we clicked over about eight. No, don't. Well, I think read <laughs> oh, it. I had to when it. things beep while we're recording, you read whatever's beeping. <laughs> no, it was about eighty. No, no, not about eighty. Oh, Show me. I've got rid of it. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was actually quite solid tonight. So that's good. Yes. You went for a long time. We did. I mm. probably kept you waiting a little no, bit. No, look, that's fine. <laughs> it's quarter past eight, and I'll just get dinner on the way home. It's all good. It's a good excuse. We'll actually, stop in at uh, the tavern we're going to. Or what's that? Bridge. Oh, yeah, the Jack. Jack. Yeah. Yes. Uh, good food. You'll be too late for their food now. They close at 8 o'clock, I think. There's that for a share oh. for, uh, for Dean. Well, they, they're and actually Allison. sponsors. Oh, there you go. They're, Perfect. They're there clear we go. Eyes, well, that's clear where I'm staying tonight. So. Are you? Yes. Uh, they will look after you. Yes. And they've redone the rooms, and they're beautiful. Yeah, right. I'm actually redoing their website as we speak. In fact, we'll be launched next week. So, great segue. You two are really good at this. <laughs> well done. I need one of those buttons that goes cha-ching, but instead of Good. Donny Falvo that says good. <laughs> the junior development thing runs for the next six weeks. Yeah, uh, we're going to do five sessions. Yep. So basically, um, it's probably more just skill development. Mm. So just looking at fundamentals of football, and then we do want to get into also specific movements in the game as well. So it's not all just jogging around for four quarters. It, it, it's a game of repeat sprints. So. Even technical stuff and teach them how to sprint, um, agility stuff, and then how to move in contests. But yeah, fundamentally, it's ground balls, handballs, yep. and kicking. So when they do come to a senior level, um, you know they're already re- really developed in that area. Mm. Um, as far as when I looked at the list first, 
And one of the bullet points was, and we can discuss or not discuss, I don't mind, but one of the bullet points was decision-making and execution. And that sounded like me, like you're trying to teach people to have a footy brain. Yes. I don't reckon you can teach that. You've either got it or you haven't. Agree or disagree? I'll, I'll let you know in four, uh, five <laughs> sessions. <laughs> um, some of the listen, listening ability on Monday night was questionable, but the boys were great. They, yeah, they all bought in. Um, I've probably only got them for about 30 seconds at a time, and then we just have to get into activities. But 30 seconds for a 12 to 14-year-old male, I would say, is pretty good. Yeah. Well, sometimes we didn't get Similar that, to so. Richo's attention span. <laughs> If anyone knows Richo, he just fires questions at you and doesn't listen to the answer yeah. for the previous one. Yeah, I like to know. You know, I've got to be on the front foot. <laughs> but to, in order to know, surely you have to listen. Yeah, it's probably something I'm working on <laughs> going forward. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one of those personal development things. Yeah, okay. yeah I get you. Uh, looking at going forward next week, there's a Clontarf tournament here. Yeah. Yes or no? Well, yes. Benny, you're yeah, yeah, no, so yeah. I'll, I'll hand pass this one. Uh, yeah, so there is next week um, our employment officer looks after our employment program for all our kids across uh, across Australia, across Victoria. Um, he's running a Murray employment forum where our three academies on the Murray, so Swan Hill, Robinvale, Mildura, coming mm. together. And he, we've set up a few stations and they're going to be working around and ticking off some of their work-ready docs like tax file numbers, resumes, bank accounts, birth certificates, Medicare cards, all that kind of stuff. So hopefully by the time they finish year 12, they've got a bit of a portfolio together and away they go into the big bad world. Um, and then we're finishing off the day with a bit of a friendly out here on the on the, on the the holy ground. So, a friendly. Mm-hmm. Yes. How friendly is it actually going to be? Uh, give it 30 seconds and then <laughs> the boys will start <laughs> switching 30 off. seconds seems to be about the benchmark, <laughs> yeah. folks. Yeah, yes. That's the I, might have to put, I might have to bump up the catering order now, but uh, do that. let's do that. Mm. If there's snags on, what day is that? Uh, Thursday next week. Let's get into this season and how Robin Vale's looking. Donnie keeps telling me reserves are struggling for numbers. True or false? I think they're going okay. I, I've never really had a grasp on that, considering a majority of the players sometimes in reserves uh, rock up two weeks before training. So. Mm. It's a busy time of year, though. Yeah, and around here there's a lot of harvest and stuff, but come April I'll probably have a better gauge mm. on what the numbers are going to be. But I'm pretty sure we're going to be competitive um, in under-18s, reserves and seniors. Yeah. The seniors recruits that we've got so far, Jake's coming back, Jake, Jake Calvert. Jake Calvert yep. will be coming back. Jay Reynolds will be t- returning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a little holiday at the start of the year. A little holiday? Yeah, he had a misdemeanour in the uh, final and mm-hmm. he's been reported. So, yep. How long did he get? Four weeks. Four? Yeah, it's for abusive language. So a lesson to all developing footballers. Mm. Respect the umpires. And Don't then, be a scallywag. Yeah, hopefully a good opportunity for him to rest and recover. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Colin as well uh, and Brad yep. who have played together in the past. And I haven't met Brad yet. I have talked to him uh, obviously on the phone and stuff. But I met Colin. He seems an absolute ripper, so should fit really well into – yeah, a footy team, the club and the community. Good. They're not living here though, are they? They're going to travel? They will be travelling down yeah. there. So okay. I think they might be coming at, um, you know, they might stay for a week here and there. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, and come to train and get to know everyone. So yeah. We're pretty careful with probably the calibre of people we try and bring in as well to yeah. the group. So whether they're good footballers is really important, but obviously whether they're good people and going to buy into what we're doing, going to buy into the club um, and then also, you know, actually take time to get to know the supporters and that means a fair bit to supporters at times. So when you say buy into what we're doing, yeah. what do you mean? 
Well, we probably want to be um, known as a really professional organisation um, and our culture, and I know it gets thrown around a lot, but we want to be viewed by other clubs um, as a really high-performing mm. place. Uh, Highly so, disciplined as well. Yeah, yeah, and something we've probably we haven't done well in the past and we're going to make it a real focus this year. You know, just respect, discipline, just the little things and the one percenters around the place that sometimes go unnoticed, but at the end of the day, they probably make all the difference. So for recruits to come in and buy into all those things um, and actually give back to the club and not just come and then just go. So, yeah, we, we're pretty confident those people won't just contribute on the footy field, but also will contribute um, you know, back to the club in many other ways. And come to the social events and things like that. Well, ben, J- you're invited to. You can come. <laughs> Everyone can come. <laughs> well, Jay Reynolds has almost gone down as, you know, legendary at the uh, Bonanza night last year, so it's going to be hard to top him. Mm, there's some photographic evidence floating around <laughs> too, I believe. Yeah, so we're probably going to try and get away from that culture <laughs> and go elsewhere. <laughs> However, Donnie was talking about today how he's got an eight-year plan for the current under-12s. He reckons oh, that, like that. That's, a, that's a premiership side. Yeah. Succession plan. Yeah. And, and in all honesty, we can have a laugh about it, but that's why we're trying to do our development program because I know reason one of obviously one of the reasons I came to Robinvale is I got involved with the Under-15 Academy boys and I got exposed to Lewa and Seamus and these kind of people and, mm. and then I was obviously lucky enough for the last two years to coach them and it's been great to see Shagger go on and... Now, realistically, we'll probably you know get drafted this year if everything goes well. So it's not out of the ordinary that from the, these under twelves or under thirteens, we we haven't got one or two more draftees coming through, and yeah, that's why we're going to put the work into them. Mm, and that's important, I think, especially in a place like Robinvale, where if someone doesn't, then they can fall through the cracks. And that's yep. the importance of you guys and your, the work you do with Clontarf as well. Yep. You know, we just don't want these kids who have got enormous talent, whether it's on the footy field, on the basketball court, in the, in the classroom or in the workforce, yep. you see some of these kids come through and you're like, thank God for like Clontarf and the Kesso and just people that are there to... To help, yeah, help channel that, that yeah. skill and ability yeah. and, and use it in the right way. Yeah, that's right. And it doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. So, but I hope that you guys know that. And for a town like Robinvale, services like Clontarf and all the ones I just mentioned are so important. Thank, yeah, thank you. It's probably one of the reasons I got or really wanted to try and seek out the job as well because you could see what Trav and Leon and the results they were having in the community mm. and, and you can't help but be drawn in by it and, you know, almost inspired by it. So, And mm. it is a great program. It's got results and, you know, it's doing really good things. So Yeah. And they're all great kids and yeah. they've got wonderful families and it's a pleasure to work with them and yeah. alongside them and see them grow and develop and into, yeah, young men, which is ex- the exciting part. Yeah. So. Yeah. Particularly when you uh, see them go out the other side and they're collecting their first paycheck or, or doing something like that, and that, that's that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's the behaviours they learn from as soon as they come in at year seven, uh, I think in Robinvale year four, just the little behaviours and values they start to learn. So when they do get to year 12, like Noah is now, mm. they've become really good people. Yeah. Um, and now he can stand up in front of an audience mm. and, you know, deliver a presentation. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's important. Just be, being able to have a conversation is important. Yeah, hundred so, percent. Yeah, um, and the fact that they're good people is that's probably that's the, most the best. Yeah, thing, yeah, that's the best outcome you can hope for. I reckon. So yeah. we've got one actually from Majura that's is going to buoy into the Robinvale Footy Club this year. Um, 
probably had a little bit of trouble at school in Torms, but he's come down with me and Scotty and another bloke as well, so two Clonny boys mm-hmm. uh, make the trip down twice a week now. Who's that? We got names or? Yeah, Jared, he's actually waiting outside. He's not going to come in. He was Why? a little bit shy. <laughs> I won't put it on him. <laughs> but yeah, he sleeps the whole way down. He comes and trains and yeah, I, I can't actually wait to watch his progression and yeah, for him to get through to the end of year 12. Um, well, not only really satisfi- satisfying for us as a foundation, but for him and his life going forward, um, yeah, it'll be a great achievement. Mm, that's awesome. Well, footy season's how many weeks away now? Six. Mm. I think roughly. Well, it's 11th of um, April, Easter Saturday. I was going to say that's Easter Saturday. Yeah, isn't so it? we play uh, Kenny Park against Mervine. Right. Um, so we're the only teams playing that day. Mm-hmm. Um, so any Robinvale people listening to the podcast, and I hope there's a few. Mate, ur- there's loads. We're yeah. global. <laughs> <laughs> I do urge you to come down uh, and support us and hopefully get our season off to the right start and um, yeah, support us the whole way through. And Obviously, you don't have to be too intelligent to realise that we want to improve on last year and we finished just short and we had a, a horrid run of in, uh, injuries, but you know we don't want to dwell on that too much. But if we're going to improve from last year, we do want to make the grand final. Mm. If we're getting to the grand final, we do want to win it. So that's our that's our goal and um, we're going to pursue it aggressively. Aggressively. Very aggressively. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> choice of words. <laughs> Gilly was standing out there not running around. Yes. When's he back? Um, mm. I'll sit out on that one. Oh, really? <laughs> no comment. Jeez, you're on message, aren't you? We might have had a hiccup tonight, but I think all is tracking pretty well with him. Oh, I'm going to be a bit cautious with Danny and Gilly, yep. um, and they'll probably come back after the bye, I'm hoping. So, yeah, if we can get some early wins and then we get some players back after that bye, after I think round five, um, and we'll have a real crack at the end of the second half of the season and hopefully run into finals with some momentum. Sounds good. Ben, thanks for coming. No, thanks very much for having me. Ben, thanks for uh, getting me in here, Richard. <laughs> oh, it's all right, Benny. <laughs> Next time we set up, and this is actually not a bad space to set this thing up, when Scott's down, because it'd be interesting to have a talk to him. How are you finding, just quickly, how are you finding working with a non-playing assistant? Uh, an absolute blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think with myself and Leon and even Gilly and Jacob, we all play. Mm. So it's really hard for, and I know Tommy Lister did a fantastic job as well. I think he's getting really busy at work. So whether he takes it on this year, we're unsure of, or he's unsure of at the moment. We're just going to leave that in the decision in his hands. But yeah, Scotty's like even what I've learned in the last month. Um, Scotty's knowledge of the game. He's been in it for twenty years, and he's a really good coach, mm. uh, and he's a good teacher as well. So I'm learning heaps. The boys are learning heaps, and we're excited of what the year brings. I'll let you guys go. It's dark outside now. I've got to go and rescue my kids. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thanks, Jade. Thanks, Jade. Appreciate it. Pleasure. I'm going to have to sub out in 15 minutes anyway. You're not subbing out. You've got to go to basketball. No, I've got to go and load up. My <laughs> <laughs> well, kids have come paddock. home and we've got their basketball gear on. I thought, no, no Amelia's got dance. Uh, no, we were out of the basketball. Samuel's finished, thank God. Oh, what do you yeah. mean, thank God? Oh, because basketball just goes too long in this area. <laughs> or Because it interrupts your picking. no. We lost last night too. Jeez, it must have been the day for losers because my nephews lost. They both nephews lost. Mm. And no, Samuel got beaten. They didn't make finals. So um, we've been out for three weeks. It's been, mm. been good. <laughs> it's been good. The All-Star game could be the final game, final event for the year. Yeah. yeah. I get you. So, Paul, we want to hear you play because you bought your guitar. I bought it. I got yeah, it. You'd have. What's a guitar go. worth these days for? Oh, it can vary. Yeah. It can vary from 
50 bucks to... It's like a pair of 50, footy boots. 50,000, yeah. If you want a good pair, you'll pay for it. So, <coughs> obviously, I've got the a, dearer I've, you go, the better it I've is. I've got a 52 reissue at home. Yeah. Um, it's a Telecaster, and uh, I've had it for over 20 years. But that same guitar, if it was an original 52, yeah. an original made in 1952, it'd be worth over $100,000. Yeah. The same car. You wouldn't tell the difference, but, yeah. you know, side by side yeah. with the real thing, but, yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, if you had the right serial number on it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the number. Mm, I've got a few Amazing. friends that collect guitars and oh, they've cool. got – the way they store them is improper. Cool. <laughs> just, given the, just given the way that – I mean, they're just out <laughs> in the living room. Like, they're almost like decoration, the nah, girls. Just, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, no, yeah. that'd be good. Yeah, that'd but they're good. worth – like these things, like Paul said, they can be worth tens of thousands of dollars because they've mm. had them for – 40 years, some of them. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, you can give me a $100,000 guitar and I still wouldn't be able to play it. <laughs> unless, uh, it sorry. unless it played itself. <clears throat> well, it's yeah. funny because sometimes the value doesn't equal, it doesn't, it doesn't just because it's worth that much doesn't mean it sounds I reckon you could <laughs> get a $1 better. guitar, the one that I buy for the kids out of the kids shop and you'd be able to make it sound good, mate. So. <laughs> yeah. Funny story, I was at somewhere once and uh, they said, oh, we really like your song, Tractors and Bikes, and that's the song I was going to yeah. play now because yeah, we're talking about the melee and that type. Yeah. thing on, on the farm on the great property but um and they said oh yeah i was just visiting somewhere yeah. i won't mention yeah, yeah, where no, no. and they said oh my, my my grandson really likes that song tractors and bikes yeah. i said oh yeah well it's a shame i haven't got a guitar i'd, I'd play it for it and then they, oh we got a guitar it was missing two strings <laughs> <laughs> and it was but we managed to get something out of it anyway wow. one of those things How someone would have played that back 20 years ago and they kept it because I thought, oh, this might be worth money later. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got a guitar that I bought when I reckon I was in year – no, yeah, year eight when I had my first job, I bought a guitar from John Martin's Music Studio. Wow. And I've still got Could it. Could you play it? Not really. I've got a maiden that I bought John Martin's music. Really? Yeah. My old man was good on the guitar. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah, my old man. Oh, he reckons he was. I've seen one picture of him holding a guitar and he reckons he knows how to play it. So. My Uncle Frank, you know Mel, yeah, who's yeah. the teacher, yeah. his dad, Uncle Muggy we call him, yeah. um, fantastic muso. Yeah. Yeah, he, I got him to sing at his daughter's wedding recently. Oh, um, he was a great. great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hasn't done it for ages and it took me literally one physically. one thing I wouldn't mind doing is yeah. uh, learning how to do a musical instrument. Mm. I played the recorder at school. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you need it to. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. If Has you need support, we'll, we'll, we'll support you, mate. We'll support you. The triangle out. The old tambourine. Oh, Actually, what a set of drums here. What are those bongos, I do a mean xylophone. Oh, my God. those bongo drums, Samuel. <laughs> Paul, how old were you when you got your first guitar? Seven. Oh, were you? Mm. And are you one of these people that can pick up an instrument, listen to music and go, yep, I can play that and work out from ear or can you read music? Mainly ear. Um, I read a little bit of music, mm. but um, it's, it's been mainly from ear for the last, oh. I don't know, as long as I can remember. You're yeah. one of those annoying people. Oh, uh, well, yeah, it's yeah. got its, it's, got its, um, it's, it's pluses because, I mean, it takes, sometimes it can take longer. But then again, you know, there's always exceptions. Tommy, yeah. Tommy Emmanuel, one of the greatest guitarists in the world, cannot read one note of no, music. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, it, it works yeah. different works for different ways for different people, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. Or it just works zero for <clears throat> some of us, Sometimes. even though we chip away at it for <laughs> 10 years during primary school. But that's okay. Um, you're going to play us a song. 
Yeah, well, we're talking about the grapes and the, you know growing up on them. And so someone mentioned the, the minister mentioned the Mallee and that type mm-hmm. of thing. So uh, I don't know if I've done the uh, tractors and bikes. No, this no. is my first number one hit. All about growing up on the table grape property in my later teenage years in Houston and in Houston yeah. and then the flying across the levee bank and all that silly yeah. sort of stuff. But the best way to get around back then was either on a tractor or a motorbike. motorbike so, yep. so Still the best way to get around, isn't it? Free. Ah! Well, I was raised in the melee, driving tractors and riding bikes. There's nothing for a boy like me to be on them day and night. The smell of two-stroke diesel and dust makes the country air. The days that I remember well growing up out there. When you're 17 and bulletproof, life's a gravel road. Just sliding around the corners, losing traction as I go. It's more than wheels of steel, it's a way of life. Tractors and bikes. Well, sun up on the farm means work has started for the day. But the wrong side of a boundary fence was our place to play. Like jumping across that levee bank, see if I could fly. And dragging cars out of the mud, horsepower on my side. When you're 17 and bulletproof, life's a gravel road. Just sliding around the corners, losing traction as I go. It's more than wheels and steel, it's a way of life. Tractors and bikes. Smell of two-stroke diesel dust and mixed with country air. That days that I remember well growing up out there. When you're 17 and bulletproof, life's a gravel road. Just sliding around the corners, losing traction as I go. It's more than wheels and steel, it's a way of life. You're 17 and bulletproof, life's a gravel road. Just sliding around the corners, losing traction as I go. It's more than wheels and steel, it's a way of life. Tractors and bikes. Tractors and bikes, yeah. Tractors and bikes. Awesome. I'm blue. I love that. <laughs> Brings back memories, doesn't it? <laughs> that's that stadium full of 20,000 people. That's the one. <laughs> oh, that's Fantastic. so. Glad you brought them along. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a my rental crowd. I don't travel anywhere without him. Sounds good in here too, Donny. It does. Not it? bad. Not bad yeah. at all. Carmel's, Carmel's 40 if this year might each up. Oh, uh, there you go. Is Carmel 40? Carmel, are you 40? December. I was going to say, surely not. This year. <coughs> December 30th. It's just a vicious rumour. Yeah. She well, she's making me she feel really... She looks 50 on but anyway. She does not. They've nearly been married. Don't. He mentioned they've nearly been married 20 years, so... Well, 20 years. It's been yeah, 20 I years. know, but 20 years this year, mate. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Really? What are you doing for your anniversary? 
But if she organises <gasps> We're going to... Uh, yeah, Carla's going overseas on her own. That's Thailand to a wellness centre. <laughs> good, mm. good. She's making me feel really inadequate as a mother. Why? Because she's over here cooking pancakes for the kids when they get home on the school bus. You know what my kids get? Taken to work with me. Yeah. Well, I pick them up. That's what our kids... Have a, look, have a look at him. He's, he's there. Are, yeah, but they're over there watching no, Paul. No, that was great, Paul. Fantastic. Oh, thanks. That was <laughs> it's better than listening to the music they're playing out in the paddock at the moment, mate. The jukebox <laughs> are going. <laughs> bang, bang. Got a bit of doof, doof going <laughs> <laughs> well, I keep on thinking of blowing a tyre on the on the trail every time I drive <laughs> Boom! It's like, Jesus Christ! <gasps> Turn that shit down! Oh, that's funny. You sound like my father. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're nearly out of time. Donnie's you would have had um, great memories growing up on the farm, Paul, but wouldn't you? Like, oh, it's I remember back in the Houston days. Uh, you know, obviously, Anthony's my age and. Used to drive motorbikes from farm to farm and stuff remember, like that. You talk, I mean, the, the song talks about flying over Levy Bank. Yeah. And, and, and I remember one time we were, we were driving, um, you know, because our place used to be right close to the, the bridge. Yeah, they put that Levy Bank there when there was a flood once. They put that Levy yeah, Bank yeah, there. Yeah, we put that. that yeah. We put, yeah, and yeah. Um, Dad, Dad organised that. Yeah. So, and I, I, I was, we used to, and Dad was away in Sydney somewhere. We were just kids on yeah. the motorbikes, and we, we were seeing how far we could yeah. fly over the levee bank. And one of our one of Dad's friends <laughs> pulled up, and we didn't have helmets on or anything. Oh, yeah, go, yeah. Go, go, go put on. a helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the worst thing about being on the highway. Everyone could see what you. Everyone could see. Yeah. Then one time we were driving right under the bridge. I thought oh, I had this cool driving under the bridge, and the, the local policeman back at the, in the day he knew our Dad, and he just looked at us, shook his head, and then pointed, "Go back home." Because <laughs> back in the day, boy, when we when we when we were growing up back in the day, if your parents found out you're doing something oh, wrong, oh, you get a hiding. <laughs> you weren't scared of you weren't scared of the cops or anybody yeah. else. I'll tell your father, and that was it. You're in trouble. That's mm. the one. He never scared of mum. It was nah. always dad. Oh, nah, yeah. mum, mum. We always had mum wrapped around our fingers. You still got mum wrapped around your yeah. finger. Hey. Oh, mum would have been spewing. She missed that performance today. Actually, she's a big fan of the of Paul and the boys. So. She can listen to it on the podcast. Oh, she will. Oh, actually, she's still whinging because I haven't hooked her up yet. So. <laughs> well, can you do that, please? Oh, geez, she's. Got grandsons and granddaughters that know how to do it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably a fair point. Um, you got to get spraying. I got to no, go. No, I don't spray. I got to go and finish loading. But Carmel can sub in if you want to stay. Well, I got to go pick up kids. Like we're all busy. And Paul's got to go and have a haircut. Have you got another one you want to take? You want to send us out on? Because like we've we've yeah. nearly filled yeah. like yeah, the whole sure. hour. Um, we'll do um, do the. Um, the title track to my latest album, Whisper in the Crowd. Yeah. We want to do that one? Yeah, I'd love to. Well, just housekeeping before Say we sign goodbye. off. Say yeah. goodbye. Yeah. Um, are you going to the ski race? Yeah, correct answer is yes. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. They've got music. Yeah. You're going to be here for the long weekend? No, you'll be gigging somewhere. I'll be right. yeah. Where are you? Oh, Still in New Zealand? How long yeah. are you in New Zealand? I think for? they've got a band a called um, The Drowning oh, Sorrows. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Where are they from? That's, that's Bruce Swan Myers Hill. at Swan Hill. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruce, cool. Our, uh, our director. I didn't stretch too far, Swan Hill, mate. Oh, shush. They're a good party cover band. Shush. But yeah, this is our busy time. We've got to. Six, eight week window to make a bit of coin and so we can buy water next year. <laughs> and so you can take your wife on a lovely overseas holiday for your 20th anniversary. Yep, no worries. I better go and play, oh. start playing footy and get paid to, to pay that off. Speaking of footy. No, we weren't, but anyway. You, we, what do you want to know, Jay? Are you, are you playing? First of all, are you going to play resis? Well, better because they've got nobody else. Everyone's left. So, so that's a yes then oh. because people have asked. Who's asked? Have people have asked. Uh. What are they worried about? What a forty-four-year-old yes. don't be a po- do? don't be a politician. Yes or no? Um, 
Don't know. I'll, I'll probably will. I don't know. I'm waiting for picking to finish. I'll take I'll take that as yep. a more yes. More importantly, there's a 90, uh, 97, 2010 reunion this year. That was going to be my Spoke next thing. Spoke to Troy today, actually. Oh, did you? Yes. How yeah. many – have you been able to contact a lot of people? Oh, or? through social media. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. So there's a group message on Messenger now and yep. everybody's involved. And so. the event, can you get everyone to just say that they're going? So Because every time someone clicks going on Facebook, it gets shared to mm. your feed. So that's another one of those. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, um, well, it was our last premiership. Yeah, mm. 10 years ago, so it's a long time between drinks. We mm. played in four grand finals in a row that from 2008 through 2011 and mm. only won one. We should have won three. Mm. Um, but just as we do at Rumba, we seem to fall over in the final hurdle. But um, more importantly, I hope that the club can get up this year and have a crack. So, We've spoken about Scott having a non-playing assistant coach. Your opinion, really quickly. Um, all reports, he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've spoken to a few of the younger boys and they said he's fantastic. Mm. So um, I think it's good. I think the non-playing coach is coming back into vogue. Yeah. So I've got hope yet to coach again. Really? The, my dream is to coach a premiership at Romva as a senior coach. Really? That's my dream. That'd Have be you got a five-year plan? Five-year plan? Well, You need a five-year plan. This is the way it is. Is that I've got a good bunch of kids in the under-12s. I'm going to see them ah. through to win a grand final in hopefully – so eight he's growing his premiership He's got an eight-year plan, now. see? He's got an well, eight they're only 12, so plan. most of them most of them are blockies. Well, their father's own block, so they won't be going to school. <laughs> so. Yeah, but maybe these kids, some of them might have ambition to go do other yeah. things. Um, while we're on it, Seamus is officially on the list. Keegan's officially yes, on the list. Yes, I've seen that. Yes, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, Seamus was a shoo-in. There was no yeah. doubt about that. Keegan, Keegan's worked his butt off to get on there. Mm. That's great. So, and yeah. that's that's the thing I talk about. You might be talented, but I tell you what, if you work hard, yeah, yeah. you will outwork people that have yeah. just got talent every and, um, time. I think I don't know whether Keegan's relocated up there or not, but I know Seamus has. He'd nearly so. have to, wouldn't he? Well, if he wants to bear fair income about it, mm. he would have to, yeah. Mm. Um, but no, that's great. Yeah, look, I think there's only maybe five out of St. Rasia. Mm. And two yeah, of them come many. from Romba. Mm. So that's pretty good. It means we've got a pretty good junior program going. Yeah. So, um, and I think all coaches have been filled in the juniors, which mm. has been good. So, um, And netball season official launch happens. Thursday. This will drop Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. Thursday. So, um, um, and, yeah, that's they're trialling out at the moment too, I think. Yeah, so, well, they do uh, the trials. Are, it's all up on the Facebook yeah. page. So, so it's all uh, systems go this time of year. So, it is. Paul, um, time for you to take us out. Shut Donnie up for a minute. We'll get him off the footy subject. Anyway, I know you got me back to get the ratings up. <laughs> Talk about it. Don't, don't hang it on Charlie. People love him. Well, and he's funny. Guess what? He can uh, have the job for the next uh, six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so where is he anyway? No, he's well. He's working at the moment. So he's team leader in Irimpal, um Shit. for ambulance, and then team he's leader. going. He's going to India to eat, pray, love to for ten a, days to find a wife. <laughs> That's what he's got in India. Stop it! <laughs> Only jacket chalutes. <laughs> you know Charlie plays the guitar and sings, don't you? Yeah. What? Mm. Yeah, you know that there. Yeah, you've got yeah, to no, hit he, him up. He, yeah, no, I knew that. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Does he? Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. I knew he's, that. he's the campfire king. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he that. He rates himself. He rates him. <laughs> yeah, that's so he should. There's no poor cost, though. Give it to him. Obviously not. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Mm. I'll have to. Uh, maybe I'll go and find that. No, never no, no, no. 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 We're only going to want class acts on this. Uh, I didn't podcast. mean to record, but I'll just have to <laughs> suss that out. We're actually going to the first round of footy together. In Melbourne. Uh, mm, that could be dangerous. Richmond Carlton. Mm. Don't what shake would you head. bother? What do you mean? Carlton, Carlton won't win a game again this no, year. No, I know. So, <laughs> but we can give him hope for Actually, the first half Friday of Friday night, be a good game. All Stars. Yeah, it will be a good yeah. game. I shudder to think how many ACL injuries we're going to see, but yeah, nah. okay. 
oh, shits and giggles. That's, that's why they got rid of state of, state of origin in the first place. Yeah, but there'd be nothing better than playing for your state. I know, but it doesn't mean anything. It's not like NRL. But, like, but, NRL what do you state mean, of origin doesn't is, mean anything. What doesn't mean anything? Well, I love representing St. Rasia back in the day. Yeah, I know. And now people won't do it because they don't get paid. Well, that, that's No, that's crap. Yeah, I agree that, that's, that's crap. That's bullshit. At the end of the day, if you're going to play in a sport, you want to play at the highest mm. level. Now, if these guys don't want to play football, like interstate footy, state of origin, mm. well, mate, you're getting paid the big bucks mm. of the AFL. How about you put something back into it? Yeah. You know, like that, that shits me to tears at. At the end of the day, put back in what you're getting out of it. You know, you're going to walk away with millions of dollars in your pocket <clears throat> one game a year. Mm. Do it this time of year, pre-season. They've still got another, what, four weeks before the year. Anyway, so. but we'll turn anyway. <laughs> <laughs> blah blah blah. Paul, sing us out. Watch out for those kiwis, man. Well, yes. This is what this is a whisper in the crowd. This is a song I devoted to uh, the our troops overseas in the Middle East and Iraq just recently. So uh, here we go, whisper in the crowd. See them throughout history, the voices that were heard The ones that made a difference, strength in every word When courage is contagious, when the brave make their move And political correctness gets told to leave the room They were not afraid of losing, they were not afraid to fight with every choice they made, they put it all on the line. And I think about a future of our daughters and our sons. Pray they'll find the strength they need in those who fought and won. They couldn't be a whisper in the crowd. Said it out loud, na 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 na. Na 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 na. Not an easy path to follow, and it just might break your heart. But like those who came before you, brave enough to leave their mark. When courage is contagious, when the brave make them move, three things can be hidden: sun, the moon, the truth. You are not afraid of losing. They were not afraid to fight. With every choice they made, they put it all on the line. And I think about a future of our daughters and our sons. Pray they'll find the strength they need in those who fought and won. They couldn't be a whisper in the crowd. They said it out loud. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. They were not afraid to fight With every choice they made They put it all on the line And I think about a future Of our daughters and our sons Pray they'll find the strength they need In those who fought and won They couldn't be a whisper in the crowd Couldn't be a whisper in the crowd this said it out loud, na 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 na, 
na 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 Yeah, yeah, na 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 Whisper in the crowd, na 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 Whisper in the crowd, na 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.